please sit comfortably. Just a few brief words from each night. I've just finished um, teaching a, a module on our um, Buddhism and psychotherapy course over this weekend, so they've been fresh in my mind. I was thinking of um, one aspect of um, therapeutic practice that um, crosses over into Dharma practice as well, or at least it's um, it, it's something that uh, counsellors and psychotherapists uh, do every day in counselling people and being with people and that's what you could refer to as empathic attunement and empathic attunement is simply that that ability that we all have um, to be present to someone's way of expressing themselves like they're in they're, they're in a feeling and how it is expressed in some ways and some people would say that a lot of therapy when it's effective is really the one of the most essential things that happens is that a person experiences through counseling sessions or psychotherapy sessions the, the experience of empathic attunement and it does feel understood um, that someone really really kind of understands what they feel and what they're thinking and um, is not judging it but just is harmonizing with it and, and resonating with it and uh, and it's actually, it's probably the most healing thing that comes out of counselling. And often um, uh, people as, as babies or children as they're growing up, for whatever reason, may not have caregivers who actually can um, empathically attune to what they're experiencing. Maybe because the caregivers are... Um, frightened or traumatised or depressed or stressed or whatever but they they somehow can't be just really present to that little person and sort of mirror back whether they're sad or happy or frightened or hungry or whatever it might be but if, if we're lucky enough to have parents like that who've got that ability for um, uh, empathic attunement then it, it really sets us up to be much more um, emotionally stable in our lives. And actually, it actually um, is the catalyst that changes the way our brain grows. Now, without that, that empathic attunement, our, our brain doesn't quite grow uh, as much as it possibly could. But I was, what I was reflecting on in this talk, which is about Zen practice, is that um, for all of us, whether we're professional counsellors or psychotherapists, whatever, um, it, would be, it would be a wonderful practice in the way that you relate to other people to do that anyway, you know. And it is something that, that comes out of meditation practice. Um, it comes out perhaps even un unconsciously, maybe you don't even know that you're doing it. But, it. but whether you're a therapist or not, just with friends, just in relationships, family, just in relating to whoever serves you coffee in the coffee shop, you know, to be able to have that empathic achievement to just come into experiencing what that person is expressing or feeling and just be with it, just resonate with it, just to harmonise, um, is a wonderful gift to give to other people. So if we think of our practice as not just about ourselves but how, how we're always in relationship with others and we don't really... Uh, exist separately, then to nurture 
that relationships we come across in everyday life is a very important thing to do. <clears throat> so it has components in it. It's a component of mindfulness because you have to be like really present to what's actually going on, like you're reading someone's face or their body language or tone of voice. So you really have to be present and um, at the same time it's kind of, it's empathic. It's got that sense of compassion to it as well. It's not just a sort of clinical observation, you know, it's, it's an empathic observation. Uh, and uh, as neuroscientists are telling us now, they've actually discovered particular neurons in our brain called mirror neurons. Have you heard of mirror neurons? Yeah, and they can actually demonstrate that those neurons actually get fired when we're in empathic attunement. We can feel the pain of someone else or the experience of someone else. So it seems like as human beings that we were born with this ability to empathise with others. Um, but it's kind of like if you use B Buddhist terminology, it's like it's like the seeds are there within us. The seeds of empathy and attunement are there within us. But it's like as children and so on, the seeds have got to get watered before they germinate. And so that that, that, that sort of Buddha nature of empathic attunement can actually emerge and be activated in our life with others. And if we've missed out on that um, through no fault of our own, you know, earlier in our life, is that people didn't really connect with our experience. And the good news is you, 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 can, you can water those seeds later in life, you know, and they, the, the, it blossoms, grows out of that. But where people often can um, misattune with others, particularly it happens around, I think around, it could happen in many different ways, but I find it often happens around grief and loss. And I'll give you some examples of it because something concrete is <coughs> good to help understand it. <coughs> you know, people say, for instance, whose dog has died, you know, and uh, a woman's got a dog and her dog has died and she really loved the dog, you know, deeply. And she tells her friend and friend, and she said, my dog's just died, you know, and I've loved that dog for 15 years. And the friend says, oh, we can always get another one. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> doesn't land, does it? No? And but that happens frequently. You know. Someone said to me, "Day, not 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 us, but someone else had just sold their house." Do you know? And they're kind of glad they sold the house, but they're very nostalgic about the house. And she came back and said to her husband, oh, "I really feel a bit sad about it about it going. Oh, we can get another one soon." No? <laughs> People, people quickly come in to fix, you know, or to give the, the positive statement and so on. Um, but really, really, if you're really resonating with someone, you know, someone says their dog has just died, you say, oh, that must be really sad, you know, because you really love that dog and was such a great companion. It must be a great loss for you. That, that, that's empathic attunement, you know. Oh, you can just get another one. You know, it just doesn't... I'm sure if you said to someone in that position, they go, let me go, you know, get it. Uh -huh. But like I'm saying, this is not just something that therapists can do or, or counsellors. 
it's something that can grow out of our own practice um, that really really enhances our relationships with other people you know and connects us and helps us to resonate with other people so and really it's it's a it's a practice of interbeing is what it is it's a practice of interbeing I suppose um, there's a two there's perhaps two steps to this too we have to um, empathically attuned to our own experience perhaps before we can learn to do that with others. Um, but if we do that, if we have that ability to really connect in with what our experience is and we do it in a friendly way, then what will emerge from that is the ability to do it with other people. I guess it's the practice of being a good friend. <laughs> 